Hi everyone, welcome to the WDA Automotive Marketing Podcast. Matt Touch here, and today we have a special guest episode for you with Louise Baker of Womanick. How are you, Louise? Very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very good, thank you. And once again, thanks for uh, for joining us today. No problem at all. So I just wanted to really um, talk about and get to know your journey in the automotive industry, Louise, your background and why you started Womanick and, and what it's all about. Well, I've always been in the trade. Um, I started very young, just tinkering around with cars with my dad. Um, yeah. And then I, uh, when I was about 19, I got asked to work at a big automotive store in Birmingham where I just sold alloy wheels and springs and I basically pimped my ride, everybody's car in Birmingham. Um, <laughs> and I got my name out a little bit then. Um, and then I did a little bit more wheel selling, um, just just little styling uh, products. Uh, and then I started doing a bit of my own cars um, yeah. and upgrading cars and stuff like that, breaking them. And then I'd, I'd, I'd buy <laughs> engines from the local scrapyard and I'd pull them into my mum's entrance at the house and I'd work out in the rain <laughs> with a basic tool set, just figuring out, you know, how they went together. But yeah. in fairness, all I did was take them apart and then never remember how to put them back together. <laughs> um, and, then I, I, uh, and then I went to work at a garage and then I was a garage manager for about six years. And then I, I came out of that completely then. Um, I just I, I thought I thought the motor industry was going a little bit downhill and to be yeah. fair I'd had enough of being completely dirty all the time <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be a little bit more clean um, yeah. and then I went into retail management and then um, okay. yeah I was a manager manager of big supermarkets and then I had my daughter um, and I stepped down then and I was just stacking shelves but then I was like mind-numbingly bored um, yeah, so this is about this is, this is seven years yeah it's about seven years ago now um, yeah. And I just thought, what can I do? What can I do? And I'd not, I'd not been on the Spanners for a while. Um, and everyone always told me as I was growing up, you know, you should, you should own your own business. You should, you know, this is what you should do. And I never really had the confidence to do it. And then once yeah. I had my daughter, I just, I dreamt the name Womanic. I was doing a night shift and I went to sleep in the day. I dreamt the name Womanic. I had £500 savings. And I literally used that to buy business cards, T-shirt, my first little tool set. And then off I went. And Amazing. the rest is history. And the rest is history. So the business was started, what, almost seven years ago, would you say? Uh, yeah, I'll probably say I'll probably say the idea was there about seven years ago. I actually formed it um, in 2016. Um, okay. And then it's just gone from there. Yeah, I, I was working part-time. Um, so I was doing two jobs. I was working Womanic well, as I started out. Yeah. Um, but I was also working nights then at a, at a supermarket just to... Obviously, I've got a roof over my head. I've got a mortgage to pay. I had a daughter to support. Yeah. Um, you know, I had to fund stuff and I wasn't fully confident that I could literally just hit the ground running. Um, so <laughs> I worked, basically I'd work Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday night. And then I'd yeah. work for myself Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So in effect, I was working wow. like eight days a week. <laughs> yeah, crazy. So what what was it really that made you want to take that step, I guess? Uh, so I don't work well for people. Um, <laughs> I, I've, I've had loads of jobs. Um, I, yeah. I never get on with anyone who is above me. Um, just no. I think usually it's because I know I can do it better. Um, so yeah. I get really frustrated, um, especially working for big companies. It's just it's a nightmare. Um, yeah. So it, common sense, really. Common sense tells me that I should just work <laughs> for myself. 
Um, and if I'm doing something that I enjoy and something that I love, that, you know, that's half the battle. Um, plus, obviously, I've got my daughter, so it's it's flexible. Um, I can pick and choose my hours. If I want to work loads, I'll work loads. If I want a bit of a break, I'll have a break. So yeah, it just makes sense. No, no, great stuff. Can you tell us a bit more, um, especially our listeners, more about Womanic and what you stand for, I guess, as a brand? Yeah, so um, when, I, when I first started out, I did a little bit of research. Um, my, yeah. I've got my younger sister. Um, there's quite a few girls in my family as well. Um, and obviously I've got a few friends. Um, they've always told me that how intimidating it is to go into a, a garage and having no clue whatsoever about cars apart from yeah, you know where yeah. they keep their sunglasses or put the fuel you know that's probably about <laughs> as much as it, as much as it is um so and i was just like oh it'd be so much easier if you could if you could speak to someone who would speak to you on, on a level um so I, you know if i when i first start well sometimes now um if i service a, a lady's car or i yeah. do a repair on a lady's car i tend to take the part that i've replaced with me um, yeah. So I can literally explain to them and show them exactly what I've done. Um, I did that a lot in the beginning. Um, yeah. Probably not so much now because I'm just way too busy now. <laughs> um, but I do do as many videos as I possibly can. And on the other occasion, yeah. I've been known to take a few a few parts of me to explain. Um, but I just thought, you know, if you, I basically deal with, I'll deal with your car from start to finish. So it's me yeah. that you see that picks up the car. Uh, it's me that you contact in the first place it's me that does the repair and it's me that returns the car as well so you know yeah. you've got no little billy joe blogs on the phone uh, who hasn't got a clue um or is just baffling you with a with a script that they've been told to read out to you um, yeah. yeah i've got more of a personal touch and I, and I think that's i think that's why i've done so well if i'm honest i think it's more because i have just as many male customers as I do women customers um yeah. so you know that it, that's made no difference at all I think it's the fact that I've got that personal touch and I can literally explain it to you like I was at school <laughs> yeah <laughs> no amazing so um where is the brand today do you have any employees working for you or is it is it just you okay so it's just me at the minute I do have an apprentice uh Kyle he's just he's past his level two now so now he's on to his level three yeah. Um, I did have two other girls working with me, but they've basically they worked with me to get as much experience as they could. Um, I had a, a younger girl um, who literally just come out of college and she yeah. really, really intelligent young girl, like super brainy. I think she was doing like like science and math and language, like, like <laughs> really switched on girl. I mean, she wanted to come out of all that and go into working on the spanners and I was absolutely flabbergasted. Oh, wow. <laughs> um but yeah she, she did loads of experience with me for a, a year or so and then I had um an older lady um older she's younger than me but you know um yeah. she has got you know she's a mom she's married uh got a house she's studying at college but the college course that she was doing gave her no garage experience it was all um online uh, oh, on wow. computer in the classroom um so she was with me to get some garage experience um and she's actually gone off to be a lecturer now oh, okay uh, which is really cool i, I love it yeah, but fantastic. yeah I, I do i try to help where i can they used to do like one day a week with me or you know that if they had a bit of spare time they'd come with a few more hours or whatever but kyle's yeah. my main one yeah kyle's with me full time okay no problem so since starting the business what have sort of been your main tactics and channels i guess of trying to help it grow and attracting clients 
it, you know, word of mouth and social media is a massive, massive part of womanhood. Yeah. I think I, when I very first started out, I'd spend money on like Google AdWords and stuff like that. Complete waste of money. <laughs> um, <laughs> faith facebook ads and all sorts i didn't need it if i'm honest i literally yeah. did people's cars um and then asked them to leave a review or recommendation if they were happy with the service um so yeah. they'd start leaving reviews and then obviously that would get published on my facebook page you know friends and family would share it and it literally just it branched off like that i started out being um two weeks in advance books and now i'm up to the point where sometimes i'm four to six weeks just fully booked in advance oh, wow. um which is which is really good and i, and I love the yeah. fact that people just wait they wait they will yeah. wait for you um if i say to someone like my regulars you know i'm booked up now for the next you know four weeks they'll say okay no problem i'll wait i'm like yeah. wow <laughs> <laughs> crazy um what's the most extensive repair you've worked on i try not to do anything too big i'm really <laughs> limited on space um i'm limited on space and i've only got my yeah. one ramp um but i mean back in the day i'd do all sorts i'd do like um engine swaps and i'd put like yeah. uh, <laughs> the, like the old the old rover turbos i used to do loads of those conversions and i'd put them into the you know the little one uh, the little rover 25s yeah. so you know I'd, yeah i'd do loads of stuff like that but these days <laughs> i've got to be honest it, it's a it's a bit of a ball eh? excuse my french um <laughs> it takes a lot of time a lot of space and it's yeah. just it's just not worth it really i'd, I'd rather just do um, general servicing, uh, I do MOTs, uh, MOT repairs, diagnostics, and that's as far as it goes, really. Yeah, no, fair enough. And what, what's the um, your favourite car that you've worked on, I guess? I love anything Japanese, um, yeah. but not old Japanese. <laughs> I love new Japanese, like Kias, Kias and Hyundai's are just great to work on. They want yeah. for nothing. Um, but when, you know, when they do need something, they're just so straightforward and so easy, like yeah. brilliant great cars i can't stand french cars can't stand renault's citroen oh no <laughs> you know it's going to be a long week if you get a renault or a citroen in <laughs> <laughs> thanks for sharing louise um <laughs> what are your plans for the future with womanic as a brand you know womanic's opened a lot of doors for me if i'm honest i've done a lot of um I've done a lot of media, I've done a lot of uh, TV, I've uh, been approached by various uh, production companies, I've, I've done a yeah. lot of, um, I do a lot of advertising and photo shoots and things like that, and I love doing stuff like that, I mean, that is, as I'm getting older, I feel like my, bone, my bones are a little bit weaker, um, yeah. <laughs> and it's a little bit cold, um, so, I mean, I like doing more, more of that, which is really good. Um, I think I'll also go into lecturing or teaching, I think, um, as I get okay. a, you know, a little bit older. Um, the, the original dream and the original plan was to franchise Womanic across the UK um, because yeah. I have so many, so many women contact me asking me how to start out, um, if they can yeah. come, if they can come spend time with me. I have people from, like, Scotland asking me um, wow. if they can, like, you know come down and, and hang out and yeah. let me show them the ropes and stuff like that so i think there's loads of options um when i'm ready to explore them a little bit more i probably will but for now i'm really happy with what i do um yeah, yeah i'm just having a good time and enjoying it <laughs> no it looks like it that's great to hear and you love i guess you're doing what you love so that's the main thing isn't it yeah exactly i love it
Yeah, no, fantastic. And you mentioned people coming to you for advice on starting up um, businesses and stuff. So what would be, I guess, your single biggest piece of advice that you can offer to budding entrepreneurs out there wanting to set up an automotive business like yourself? Go for it. Just go for it. You've, you've got absolutely nothing to lose. Um, and if it doesn't work out, stop it and try again. Try something different. Um, I mean, I've had, this is probably, what is it? It's my second business because I used to have a business years ago which was an online e-commerce shop um yeah and to be fair <laughs> it was rubbish <laughs> <laughs> um but you I learned a lot and I learned a lot about myself as well so not just as a business but as a person you just grow as you get older and you learn just so much about yourself going through different yeah. situations in life um yeah any advice just go for it if you've got a dream go for it use uh, whatever savings you've got obviously I wouldn't I wouldn't blow thousands and thousands of pounds on an idea. Um, but I just think start small, um, you know, dream big. I think that's that's the best that's the best advice I can give. Yeah, no, great advice there. Great advice. And then I guess to finish off, do you have any thoughts on where the car maintenance and service industry is going to go over the next few years, maybe bringing in AR and VR? What, what do you think about that? Sounds interesting. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not great with technology. <laughs> um, but then saying that, it's a, it's a generation thing. So like, I work yeah. with my dad a lot because my dad's old school. So any old school cars, I'm like, we're restoring it, restoring an old mini at the minute. Um, yeah. And he knows all about you know points and God knows what else. Um, and then, but he doesn't know like the diagnostic side. So when I pull out a diagnostic machine, he's like, what the hell is that? So now I feel all that happened is when my daughter's older or when my apprentice is due to leave, they'll all know about this VR thing. And then so they can teach me like I teach my dad diagnostics. Yeah. I just, it's just a generation thing. You roll with the times and you've got to change with the times, but, that, but there will always be an old school mechanic. And I suppose I will be just like my dad in a few years time. I will be an old school mechanic. And, you know, yeah. we're, we're few and far between as we get older um, and, you know, knowledge is power. You know. Yeah. No, fantastic. And any final bits of advice or tips to share before we finish? Any advice or tips to share? Um, no, not really. Learn, <laughs> absorb, absorb as much knowledge as you can. Like uh, people, when people ask me about yeah. courses and stuff, you know, if you, if, if like, especially with youngsters, like um, with like Kyle's a perfect example. At the minute, when you're in your teenagers. Everything is offered to you for free. Everything, like they'll yeah. throw courses at you, like they'll throw penny sweets at you. <laughs> like take them, just grab them. Every opportunity, every course, anything you can get, knowledge is power, yeah. absorb it, use it, even, or absorb it, bank it, and you'll need it at some point. Yeah. Yeah. No, com Learn. completely agree. Completely agree. Well, I guess, yeah, thank you very much for your time today, Louise, and thanks for being a part of the podcast. No, oh, wicked. Thanks, Matt. I've enjoyed it. I love doing them. Yeah, no problem. So, yeah, no, that was good. Really uh, interesting and good to know a bit more about your story. And you, yeah, you definitely seem happy and look like you're having fun doing it. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs>